today I want to talk about the butt. Not the one you're sitting on. But still, this is going to be a wild ride, so you might want to hang on. I'm Jesse Lee. Welcome to Let's Be Honest. I love you, but you're such a bitch. I remember the first time I heard that line and I thought, I'm the bitch? You see, I was in the middle of the umpteenth argument with my first husband, and he was trying to convince me of something that wasn't true. Gaslighting 101, of course. But I remember thinking, how can you love me and talk to me that same way? It was probably the first time that I really, truly understood the depth of what words can do to a person. That whole idea of sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me is the biggest lie you'll ever hear in your entire life. I've never had anybody hit me with a stick or a stone, but I've been pretty damaged by a lot of words that come out of people's mouths. Probably the biggest one is the but statement. I was actually inspired to do this podcast on the but statement after I heard somebody talking about her dad saying to her, I'm proud of you, but... I honestly don't know what the rest of that conversation was because I sort of disappeared into my own world and it brought me back to childhood. I heard a lot of but statements growing up. I heard a lot of but statements in my teen years, in my college years in my first marriage until I realized that it was a culmination of all of those that I continued to believe until I realized the true meaning behind them. You see, anytime somebody uses but in a sentence towards you, the likelihood is that they don't mean whatever it was they put in front of that but. Once they say that, it negates everything they just said to you, and it's most important to listen to the second half of that statement. I believe you, but so-and-so said this. They don't believe you. I'm proud of you, but I'm angry that you didn't do what I asked you to. You're not proud of them. I love you, but you make me so angry. Two things. One, they don't love you. Two, you don't make people angry. They become angry as a reaction to your behavior. That's a whole nother podcast in itself. Every time I hear somebody say a sentence like this, I stop them. I'm that person. Why did you use but in the statement? Why did you have to start with that? It honestly makes me feel like when you make bran muffins and then you go and you buy cream cheese frosting to cover them up. Man, they look pretty. They smell good. That frosting's pretty awesome, but it's still a bran muffin. The but statement is the same thing. It's sugar-coated. It sounds nice, but it's really a stab at you. That's all it really is. It took me a long time to realize what they were, but I spent most of my life trying to understand things like, I'm proud of you, but... And I would focus on the, I thought they were proud of me. I did think they were proud of me. And yet... They're empty words. I want you to 
take a look at how many times you say something like this to people. Maybe you don't, and that's awesome. Maybe it slips out every once in a while. Your kid does something that you don't like, and maybe you yelled at them, and you come back and say, I'm really sorry, but no, please don't do that. I can't count the number of but statements that I've ever heard in my entire life, but I could fill an entire stadium with them, I'm sure. And what it does is it tears away at us on the inside because we start to question our worth. We start to question how much we believe people. It breaks our trust in people. It breaks our self-worth. And honestly, we begin to think that we are a little bit crazy because we question everything. He said he loved me. She said she believed me. I thought they were proud of me. And these aren't the only three statements that can become but statements, but I would say they're probably in the top. I'm sorry, but is another one. I'm sorry I cheated on you, but. I'm sorry I broke your heart, but. I'm sorry I said that about you, but. They're only sorry they got caught. It takes a lot for a person to be fully honest. And I think that's one of our biggest faults as human beings. We don't want to just throw honesty at people. But we don't know how to do it tactfully either. So it comes out backhanded. I always joke with people that my mom taught me two things growing up. She taught me that honesty is always the best policy. And she taught me that if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. Well, the first one won out. I'm pretty honest with people. Sometimes they don't like it. I try not to make it hurtful. But... I would rather flat out tell you, you're being mean, as opposed to, I really like you, but I don't. There's a difference. There's a huge difference. I'm not saying throw tact out the window, but I'm saying stop gaslighting people into believing something that you don't honestly believe yourself. Stop sugarcoating things so that you can pacify yourself. Stop undermining the self-worth of other people. Your statements are powerful. The words that you say to people, they can be swords or they can be hugs. I often teach the idea of being an upstander. And this is so true when it comes to words. When people say to me, well, they're just my friend. It was just a joke. They didn't really mean that. They haven't fully grasped the idea of how powerful words are yet. I respond to them by saying, it doesn't matter if it's your friend. And if they were really your friend, they wouldn't talk to you that way. I've even been known to tell people they might need to find new friends. It happens. But if you have those kind of people in your life who are going to use words to slowly chip away at you, those aren't friends. Those aren't significant others. And they're definitely not people I would want to call family. I think when we finally start to wrap our heads around how important words are to people, how impactful they are, and the kind of motivation, the kind of empowerment, or the kind of destruction that they can cause, 
we'll truly wrap our heads around what's going on internally with people. It's funny how we talk about this mental health epidemic that we have and how it kind of came out of nowhere and people didn't have things like this 20, 30, 40 years ago. I disagree. First off, I think this was happening behind closed doors, but we always had the idea of, well, that's your husband, that's your wife, that's your dad, that's your mom. You, you just deal with it. We never thought to say to the people who were causing the pain and the trauma, that's not okay. There's power in being an upstander. I think it would feed into the resolution of a lot of our bullying issues. If somebody who wasn't being bullied stood up and said, knock it off, that's not okay. Don't say things like that. You'd be surprised how much can change. Sometimes we say things jokingly and don't realize the pain that they cause. Unfortunately, sometimes we say things intentionally and still underestimate the pain that they cause. I'm one of those people who spent a lot of my life waiting for one person to actually be proud of me. And I'm working through it. But the idea of the statement, I'm proud of you, but lingers every single time I hear it from somebody else. I think that's why it's so impactful and why I want to get this message out to people. Words hurt, but they don't have to. They can be so powerful in our healing. They can be so powerful in our self-confidence. They can be so powerful to lift each other up. I often encourage people to look in the mirror and say kind things about themselves. I am beautiful. I am amazing. I am worthy. I am enough. And you wouldn't look in the mirror and say something like, I'm worthy, but I need to do better. I'm enough, but not quite. I deserve love, but I need to fix myself. If you wouldn't say that to yourself, why on earth would you say it to other people? Let's be honest. If we all took the time to talk to other people the way we wish people would talk to us, the way we should be talking to ourselves, Imagine how much better off we would be. This is Jesse Lee. Thanks for joining me.